Due to the nature of our content, parental guidance is advised. Welcome back to the Wit Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn, coming to you uh, with beer number two, episode number four. Well, I'm glad you guys can come back to an episode number four and and uh, join me. You know, on a next session, um, yeah, I, uh, jumping into this one, uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about truck stop shitters or portable shitters. Which one do you prefer? Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I think if I had to weigh it out and I'm not going to weigh it out in shit, I'm going to weigh it out in cleanliness. The one that doesn't flush is usually the better bet. Your portable shitters at least get cleaned once a week, twice a week. It just depends on the job site. I think OSHA requirements for 10 guys in a 40-hour week, you have to clean the outhouse at least once. That could be a lot of shit. <laughs> I literally was on a job site uh in Salt Lake City. Um it was the Legacy Center, uh the Church Assembly Hall. And there were so many people on this job site that the shit would actually pyramid out of the toilet seat and push it up. So the poor guy that had to come in there had to scrub the back side of the toilet seat as well. And I'll tell you what, disgusting. And the the funny thing about it is, is the urinal becomes an ashtray. Who the hell has that much goddamn time to sit in there and smoke a fucking cigarette on company time in filth with urine? I just don't understand people's mentality. On top of it, the graffiti, the nudity, and everything that's on the walls in a shitter. But if I have to choose that and the old uh, truck stop shitter, the one that's got the freckled toilet seat and literally the, the, the trash can that's overflowing or is completely out of toilet paper or the turd that's in the toilet when you get there, that nobody else flushed down. Why? Who does that? Who does that in their house? Comes in their house. Shits. Make sure that it's wiped on the wall. Sprayed up the backside of the toilet seat. And then. Leaves it. I think. Uh, these are the kind of people. That are not married. Don't have another significant other. Because if they did. They probably would not. Uh, be shitting in the house. It would be outside. And not anywhere else. Because nobody wants to pick up after you. Nobody's your mom. Nobody uh, needs to do that. So <laughs> take take time. Prep it. 
clean up after yourself. And have some respect for the other people that need to go in there. I mean, my hell, nobody wants to sit down and clean it, you know. That's the reason why I clean up after myself. I don't want to be the guilty person that says, I left that, and then somebody else has to deal with it later. No, that's not going to That's not how it's going to be. You know, when you walk into the toilet, make sure there is some toilet paper when you walk in there, too. Nobody needs to go in there and take the shower curtain off and make sure that they wipe their ass with it. <laughs> uh, just a little bit of a pet peeve for me, at least. I I thought I'd uh, at least share. You know, um, I, I worked another job that uh, I used to watch. It was down at the point of the mountain. I think it was called Micron. Um, the guy that came in around the shit sucker, he used to eat a donut while he was sucking the shitter with one hand. And you're thinking, my good God, that stinks so goddamn bad. I had another guy that I worked with um, named Rusty. He, uh, yeah, shout out to Rusty. He, uh, anytime the shit sucker would come onto our locations, he'd throw up. And I'd laugh my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. One time, the guy cleaning the shitter, he comes over to me and he says, Hey, did you lose a Leatherman? I looked down for a second and I was like, you know, if you found something in that shitter and it's yours, buddy, whatever. He says, oh, you'd be surprised when I get in there. I've made this, uh, this dipper. I dip it down in there. I was like, dude, dude, I don't even want to talk about it. He's oh yeah, you stir it around. I found a cell phone the other day. I says, it's yours too, because if I drop my cell phone in there, it might just have to stay. I've been on a few other uh, job sites that when uh, you're on them, they just don't have a shitter. They got an actual urinal, and I think the company down there, I don't know if they have any more, but it had an open top, and when you walked in there, it was like a bar room door, and your head poked out. So I was working at the church assembly hall. You go in there to take a leak. You're standing there with the hard hat on. And you look around and you can see all the temple visitors heading over to the temple. And you just kind of nod at them like, good day, good day. (laughs) But when you see that kind of stuff, you've got to try it. (laughs) And hopefully somebody's got a camera behind you because that shit is funny. You guys are going to have to humor me. When it comes down to it, shit talk is some of my favorite talk. And you'd be surprised how many people want to talk about it. At one time, it was uh, uh, something that embarrassed the hell out of people. But you'd be shocked of how many women will actually talk about this subject. And I think a lot of it has to do with maybe changing kids shitty diapers growing up and being a mom and so it's not that big of a deal after a while it's like it's just shit just deal with it but everybody's talking about shit these days that's the hilarious part shit talks i had an old welder's helper um we were building tank batteries with uh a tank battery is actually something that uh when you pump the oil out of uh, uh the earth it comes up and it's uh 
an area that catches the oil um, tanks and the processing of it. So I'm not going to get in huge detail because, yeah, it, uh, it it's just a, a different industry. Um, but we had an outhouse on location. We had also a contract crew that we were training at the time. And we had this shit-talking son of a bitch that he harassed that welder's helper and harassed him and would pick on him. And, you know, I was kind of getting fed up. And this went on for a few days. That old, old hand walked into that shitter. And when he was in there, it was a hot, sweaty day. Sick as hell, smelling that shitter was. I turned to that welder's helper of mine and said, See that rock? Crawl up that backhoe bucket that's sitting behind that outhouse. And throw that rock down that tube. You'll get even with him. That welder's helper of mine, he jumped up there. <laughs> he dropped that rock and boom. That kid come out of there, that old hand, he was pissed and steaming. And his pants were halfway around his ankles. And he was like, fuck you, Quinn, you son of a bitch. And I was like, you know what? Wasn't me. <laughs> but that welder's helper. Hell, he got even with him. Shitty way. So last night I was uh, on Facebook clicking around between it and Instagram and, and doing some things for this podcast back and forth and talking to different people and interacting and not even paying attention. And I get a, a message from, uh, I would say, an old girlfriend from maybe junior high. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, you know. I said on Messenger, Quinn Cole, this video, is this you? And I didn't even pay attention. I clicked on it. I was like, you know, who would have a video of me from junior high? And it could not be that bad. So I clicked on it. It came back. Boom. My son-in-law's sitting at the table. He's like, I think you've been hacked. I was like, why is that? He's like, you've been sitting here talking to me and you're sending messages right now. So apparently, I sent 526 messages out of the same content. Is this you in this video? Oh, man. Facebook blew up. Text messaging blew up. I was the most popular son of a bitch for about two hours. And it was so full of anxiety. <laughs> I was like, good hell, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to fix this? And I mean, there was no no video out there. It wasn't like there was porn being put out there either that I'm sending to everybody. <laughs> Who does this? Who goes out and actually wants to hack a Facebook account. It's so dumb. It's not like they're getting our credit card number. They're just getting our friend's account and totally messing with their goddamn minds. And to me, it's like, get a life. You know? And the funny thing is, is today, uh, I had friends that were writing the same thing on Facebook that I wrote last night. 
do not uh, open that link. Um, I've uh, changed my Facebook uh, password, and hopefully everything's good from here on out. We shouldn't have to do that. And, you know, I caught it, and I can laugh about it. But, you know, my parents, they're in their golden uh, years, and they don't need to deal with this, nor do they know what to do with this. They are very vulnerable, the senior age people. Come on, guys. People are thinking they're playing a joke. This isn't a joke. It's not fun for them. It's their life. This is their families and everything. And so, yeah, don't do that. I I, uh, I went to a, a work barbecue today, and when I got there, uh, I'm standing in line. <laughs> And one of the ladies that we work with, I uh, walked up to her, and she was actually uh, serving some food for us. And she looked at me, and she says, Quinn, quit sending me porn. And the guy that looks, he's right next to me. He's like, what the hell, dude? You get away with that at work? And I was like, I just played it out. I just played it out (laughs) because it's funny. Because I know that I didn't send anything out there, and I know I was hacked. But... God damn, it's crazy, crazy how quick that shit happens out here. And it's a good thing that uh, I don't have credit card statements where they can grab a hold of that and send it to other people. So, yeah, be aware of those links and don't be stupid like me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, On another note with that, even with hacking and stuff like that, what the hell are these fake profiles on Instagram that keep getting a hold of you and they're following you? And they're like, so-and-so's following you. And do you, would you like to follow them back? Because they uh, have suggested friends, so you follow them back. Come to find out that it's uh, some chick from uh, Fort Duchesne that does not live in Fort Duchesne. Let me tell you. They are hooking us and trying to talk to us and they're like hey yeah so are you alone right now um yeah are you single uh what do you do for a living and you're like okay after you've seen this two or three times and they're friends with some of your (laughs) single friends then uh you realize that you're getting some more spam so uh, be aware of that uh, profiling uh, uh, people that are out there trying to get a hold of you and steal your life. Let's just say that. Be careful. We had this uh, discussion this morning on mountain bikes. I got a good buddy out there. Shout out to uh, Stephen Gilbert. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Stephen, the mighty scuba Steve. Yeah, he uh, he just purchased a pretty good mountain bike, and uh, I'm a, an avid mountain biker. Uh, maybe not this year. I haven't hit it too much, but uh, yeah, I I thoroughly like a good ride. It uh, It's refreshing and uh, makes you feel good about yourself that you went out there and rode and got some exercise, got to see some scenery, and, and maybe clear your head. A lot like hunting, you know. I mean, it's uh, self-meditation. You know, exercise is the same thing, so... Uh, mountain biking takes me places so but we had this chit chat on uh 
I think it, it it comes with the value of what mountain bikes are. I mean, they're they're extremely high. I've seen mountain bikes for fifteen thousand dollars this week. That's skyrocketed since you know the COVID thing came out. And I don't know if it's uh, from them not being able to manufacture them as much. But wow, fifteen thousand dollars, man! You know, a four wheeler's around twelve thousand decked out. And, you know, side-by-sides, they're starting out at that. But when it's all said and done, you jump on your mountain bike, you pedal places, it builds uh, your uh, uh, body up, and it builds your self-esteem up to where you think that you're doing good. Um, I have been criticized that uh, if you're going to ride a bike i'd rather ride a harley is what i've heard i'd rather ride a a, a a motorcycle or a horse um this isn't proactive at all dude guys getting out there exercising gals getting out there exercise promote that shit man don't cut them down by no means you know it might cost you five thousand dollars to get a bike but at least somebody's trying to better their life don't cut them down that's just fucking stupid. You know, I mean, ah, yeah, we all do different sports, but you know, I'm an, I, I hike, I hike everywhere. I don't have a horse. I grew up with horses. I rode a lot of horses. I choose not to hunt on a horse. And the reason is, is just when it comes down to it, I have to haul hay. I have to ride that horse a few times a week to have a, a, a good reliable thing i don't have a problem with people with horsemen i have a problem with people cutting me down because i don't have a horse or i ride a mountain bike and should have rode a dirt bike things like that yeah that's just a uh, just a derogatory way of talking to people so that mentality to me makes no sense and it just brings people down so if you're going to do that, don't say nothing at all. I mean, what's the what, what's the saying? Uh, if you can't say something nice, don't say some nothing at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. That is proper, proper term, terminology. So I'm starting to get a, a little bit of a feedback. It's not uh, stuff that's coming off the internet or emails or, or on my Facebook account as much. But... Uh, uh, social interacting with other people. Uh, I'm starting to have a few people talk to me and, you know, give me that social nod that says, Hey dude, I know you got a podcast out there. Yeah. It, it feels good to me. Um, uh, makes me feel like I'm doing something well, whether people like it or not, it makes me feel good to, uh, express myself a little bit. And, you know, get myself out there. Um, at least people are acknowledging the fact that i am uh, got a podcast out here in the Uinta Basin. I think I'm pretty much the only one out here right now that's doing it. So, keep the feedback coming. Keep it, keep it coming all the time. Um, you do know where I'm coming from. Uh, I'm coming from uh, uh, Facebook at Quinn Cole. You can find me there. My Instagram at Eskimo3481. You can 
also find me at uh, the Mighty Quinn on Spotify and the other formats. Um, what's the other ones? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You catch me off guard all the time, and I'm trying. I got the You Into Basement uh, group on Facebook, and. Like I said, anybody's uh, welcome to come on that one. That one, I share some pictures here and there. I don't have video. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I need video. It, it's just something uh, uh, right now I'm just trying to get my voice going, and let alone being a movie star, my good hell. But, uh, yeah, uh, if you need to contact me, you know, um, my uh, Gmail account's eskimo.cole at gmail.com. Uh, my OnlyFans is at, yeah, censored, boop, boop, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, get a hold of me, uh, give me feedback, um, if you got ideas, let me know, if you want to come on the show, let me know, we'll work something out, uh, I think that it's important to have a format out here in the basin that we can at least express ourselves. Yeah, it sounds like I'm a little bit negative sometimes when I call it the uh, the armpit of Utah. Um, I love being here. It's great. It has its perks. It, it's great. to you When I get up in the morning, I don't fight traffic on the way to work. If I do, I bitch about it. But it's not that bad. It's not like Salt Lake's traffic, especially at night coming home from like the point of the mountain and you're just trying to get to downtown Salt Lake and you're going, it's a two and a half hour drive some nights. So ridiculous. That is so aggravating and nothing gives you more road rage. But I love being in the basin and I love promoting things. So if you want me to promote your businesses, and get out there and just mention your names, you know, let me know. I give you uh, my formats of uh, where you can get a hold of me. And, you know, I'm not looking for sponsorship. I just would like to give you guys a shout out. That's all I need. So today I was at work and uh, uh, I work outside. And right now... The fall weather is changing things. I mean, my hummingbirds are going ape shit in my yard. Um, you can tell that they're getting ready to fly south, and I don't blame them. I'd like to fly south my, as well right now. Usually we're foreign countries at uh, the middle of December just to enjoy the warmth and not have to deal with the frigid cold of the basement out here. Um, so, yeah, I'm at I'm work today, and... and to the yellow jacket population, I have no idea why those sons of bitches are so angry and crazy trying to chase you down. I literally have a goal to get out and hunt any one of these uh, damn, uh, not honeycombs, the hives that they have. Those things, everywhere I'm working on all my piping, they decide that they're going to make a house. And they're pissed off and territorial. Every time I get near them, you're like, oh, dude, I got a job to do. You guys do your own thing. But they're not like bees. Bees go out. They go make honey. These sons of bitches 
they're out for blood. So they're getting killed left and right. But on my uh, route today, I found this female grasshopper. And this is the first time. You know, we all go through the awkward stage of what's going on with the grasshoppers this time of year when they're hooked together. Dragonflies do the same thing. But I finally found one today that was having a threesome. So are we evolving or what? Isn't that crazy? I don't know. I think it's funny to uh, interact and see the bugs, but <laughs> I had no idea that uh, that would ever happen in, in uh, life. I do have a picture. I'll post it on our group site. Um, like I said, this is not a child uh, podcast. Um, we definitely have to be adult nature when we uh, chit-chat. So, uh I hope you guys are all adults and I hope I'm not teaching any of the kids the fuck word and the shit word and the ass word. But, uh, that's the reason why, uh, I have a little disclosure at the first of this so that, uh, we're not training kids in life or teaching them to be an asshole like me. And all that being said, uh, you know, it comes back to insects to show us that, uh, uh, evolution is coming around. Uh, is it or isn't it? You know, give me some feedback on this. I mean, I think uh, 99% of people that jump out and swing in their lives end up in a single relationship and not in something that's uh, uh, mon- monogamous. Yeah, I love that. It's almost like phenomenon, nom, nom, like the Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, 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 fire, fire. You know, <laughs> no monogamist. Um, so yeah, give me feedback, you know, email me, send me something on my group, you know, you in the basement, uh, let me know what you guys think of that. You know, I, I have no idea what kind of audience I'm getting out there, guys, girls and everything. Um, maybe we could bring it up as a hot topic out here and, uh, you know, see what people think on that shit. I, oh, well, it's just, just good criteria to keep this, uh, pod running in which if, uh, everything goes right and you guys give me enough criteria, I will keep it up and running as long as I can. You know, uh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun interacting with, uh, the people, uh, and the public. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, talk about free lunches and I'm not talking like welfare. I'm talking about when somebody buys you a free lunch, don't be a bitch. Somebody's buying you lunch. It's not coming out of your pocket. And You know, it might not be the greatest food in the world. But, always compliment and be decent. You don't have to be a Karen out there. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, 
when when somebody buys you a lunch, that's showing appreciation to you that you know they care, they want to uh, build you up and say, you know what, you're worth it to me. So when your uh, employer buys you donuts, when your employer buys you a coffee mug, a hat, anything, be respectful. It's not coming out of your pocket. It's just them saying thank you for what you've done for hard work. I know everybody expects a bonus and raises and, and whatnot, but it it shows that they're acknowledging that you have purpose for them. So don't be a bitch. Still trying to get a few uh, people on here to... Uh, pretty much uh, relieve the host a little bit so that he doesn't have to talk and ramble on as much. Uh, um, my son, uh, Mr. Joshua, he uh, has some different uh, views, and I'm not saying like political or anything, but uh, no, he, he has some stuff to bring to the table. He might even have some gaming that uh, he wants to talk about, and uh, I'd love to have him on. And Futuristic, uh, we might have him on a few different co-hosts. Um, we're going to have a good time. You know, I'm only set up for probably uh, two uh, sets of microphones right now. Um, eventually, we might expand. It just depends, you know, on on listener support. You know what I mean? If you're not getting a bunch of support out there and you're just putting blah, blah, blah out, then... What's the sense? You know, I mean, you're just kind of just using your breath and and, and talking to uh, an audience that's not even there. So um, I would love your feedback. Give me some feedback out there. Yep. Do it. Get out there. Love you guys as much. So this is episode number four. Um, haven't named it. I'll probably put it in the introduction and love you guys. Peace.